Welcome to Sidebar, a podcast from Hillside Community Church. I'm Jared, and each week I sit down with Pastor Aaron to pick his brain on biblical truths about relevant issues. After the episode, stay tuned to learn how to connect with us for more resources. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am Aaron McRae, and I'm here with my good friend, personal stylist, gardener, video guy editor, Jared. Wow. You know what? That was nice. You're quite acclaimed. I've never gardened your house well, before. Well, I exaggerate. You, you, <laughs> you garden your own house when the guy moves your plants in your front yard. <laughs> Did you see that lawn? I saw it. Over? I saw it. Ooh. I was pretty impressed. I should cut hair for a living. Oh, I could let you do that too. Add, <laughs> add to your resume. Well, it's been a week, okay. hasn't it? A week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a crazy week. <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> but seriously, if you like what you're watching, hit the subscribe button, turn on the turn on the bell for notifications, and you'll get all of. If Hillside's you turn content. on the bell, does it actually ding? It's been a long time since <laughs> I hit the bell. I'm not sure. Okay, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Go test it. Wow. Go test it. See what happens. Yep. I'm a rookie here. All right, we got this question here. Okay, uh, kind of interesting. There's been a big movement the last few years yep. about meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. Um, and it's, it kind of falls into a weird category. Is it Christian? Mm. Is it from God? Is yeah. this a man thing trying to go against Christianity? Yeah. How do you? Uh, it's great. How do you? How do you define meditation? Yeah, that's you, a great question. So first of all, let me start by saying I am not an expert, um, and this is a sort of a, a popcorn podcast where we're just handling some topics. So this really, on some level, needs a deeper treatment, but. I wanted to give some initial responses to this because I think it's really important. And what's amazing is in this cultural moment we find ourselves currently, mindfulness and meditation, like you said, it's it's sort of like pop culture cool. It's like a hip thing to do, um, but it's ancient. Like it is so ancient. And so some of the things that are passing for maybe popular or even new age influenced in this season are not necessarily things that um, biblically we would say are true. Now, I say that biblically, the word, because meditate, meditation is actually a word you find in Scripture. And I think it's really helpful to compare and contrast. Um, and so this will just be a very uh, surface um, approach across that topic. But like, from what I know in so much of maybe mindfulness meditation in our current world is an emptying of yourself. And it's, it's trying to sort of just free yourself, empty yourself and, and get to this place where you're, you're lighter, maybe emotionally, spiritually, there's not a heaviness. Um, and you do so by emptying yourself. The, the thing is um, an empty place in our life is always going to be filled with something else. And so what are we going to allow that to be filled with? And so even if we do accomplish an emptying out ourself in a moment, something's going to come rushing in the moment that we're through. When I read scripture and I see the word meditate, let's say I'll give a couple examples from the Psalms. 
it's not so much an emptying of ourselves as it is a filling of ourselves. And so it's filling ourselves. It's centering ourselves on what is real and what is true and the reality of who God is. So for instance, in Psalm chapter one, verse one and verse two, there's this pretty famous passage. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that the sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Progression, step, stand, sit. But here's the contrast. But this person um, is blessed whose delight is in the law of the Lord. So it's talking about scripture, Bible, and he and who meditates on his law day and night. So even in that word um, or that verse, meditate isn't just like a carve out five minutes a day. It's actually sort of a posture of our lives. But that word meditate is so interesting. It, it literally in the Hebrew, it means to moan or to growl. It's sort of like when you're ruminating, hmm. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Hmm. It's sort of this like underlying sense of, oh, there's something that's captured my focus, my attention, and I'm holding on to it. Um, ruminating would be like a good word. Um, and so to meditate in this passage is about the law um, of the Lord day and night. It's, it's really talking about like a rhythmic nature of our life so that we're not um, only one time a day emptying ourselves, but we're, we're trying to live in this way of, of, of thinking through, of, of keeping before us, of, of sort of sitting in. And in another passage in Psalm 143, the psalmist writes, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works. So this, is, this just isn't about scripture. This is now about what has God done? What has he accomplished? I meditate on all of your works and consider what your hands have done. So in this passage, meditate, uh, the word there is a Hebrew word, siah, which means to, to consider. It means to muse, like you're pondering. And that's not emptying your mind. That's filling your mind with the right things. You're thinking by disciplined thought, by bringing back your attention. You're reminding yourself of the works of God, the things that he's accomplished um, through Scripture, we can read about these things from creation to the work of Jesus to the work of the early church. Through uh, creation, we can notice the the sun, the trees, the beauty of creation God has done. Through our own story, we remember, okay, he's been faithful. Uh, when we're in tough times, like in a moment, we can look back and say, hey, but but he's been faithful. He's not going to abandon me. And, and the word meditate, consider is to make sure our mind is in the right place. There's a battle going on for our minds. And so meditation, biblically, is a way we fight that battle by hanging on to the, the words of God, by hanging on to the works of God, so it reminds us. So like the modern thing of uh, mindfulness and meditation, there's, there's not necessarily anything wrong with it. There may be something missing from it. And that would be, in my um, opinion, a, a God-centeredness, a scripture focused um, and a like Jesus at the core of the whole conversation and his work being the thing, then meditate on that. If not, it's like meditate on me. And it puts me back at the center of the story. And I'm just not good at the center of my story. My life will never be all that it could be with me or with you or with my job or with my marriage or my family or whatever at the center of the story. Biblical meditation is getting God back into that rightful place and our minds focused on him. And so that's why Paul tells us, set our minds on things that are above, not on things that are 
that are on the earth. There's a, there's a battle for our mind. That's why we're told to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So there's the battle of that. And meditation is one of the ways we do that. Like, like I think there's, there's this wrong reputation that Christianity has become this like, it's for the ignorant people. It's an unthinking. It's just by faith. And the, the mind is central. Understanding knowledge is central to following Christ and knowing God. I mean, throughout history, some of the best thinkers, scientists, inventors have been Christians who, through the meditating on God, have come up with all kinds of amazing, um, practical, helpful things in our world. Healthcare, hospitals, is because they're thinking through how do we care for more sick people? Like there's just all these kinds of things that um, when our minds are centered on Christ, that's when we're most creative. That's when we're most loving and serving and sacrificial to the world. So a meditation and a mindfulness that would make us more selfish sure does seem counterproductive to what Scripture is saying. The true benefits of meditation would be more aware of God and more aware of others would be the goal. What are you going to do with all this information when you're not pastoring? <laughs> That's a long, long time. Because I, I would have never sat there and thought about this, hmm. ever. Hmm. The only exposure I have to meditation in its current you know, state is, uh, I mean, well, it started with a video from Jim Carrey giving a speech at a college that was focusing on meditation. Uh, yeah. You ever see this before? He's like uh, it's vaguely his... familiar. I can't okay. exactly recall right now. And I went, oh, there's a college like specializing in meditation. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, going through like teacher courses mm -hmm. and such, you learn about mindfulness and yep. being in the moment a little bit more and yeah. breathing exercises. And, yeah. but I don't ever think about it otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think it has, it, it it's, is in vogue now in popular culture and probably oh, to some is. degree in yeah. it's probably coming in vogue in uh, Christian culture. You hear more about spiritual formation. You hear about that kind of thing more than ever before. Quiet and, time. Totally. And, and I would say that's a good thing. Um, let's just with the, the popularity, let's also not forget there's actual roots to this and there's a grounding to it. And grounding myself in myself just never is enough. Um, when there's more that is being offered there. And so my, my admonition is let's not, let's take something like meditation, but let's not stop short of what God actually has purposed it for. And like the riches and the depth and the goodness of what truly is there. So if I was going to get into meditation. Yeah. <laughs> um, sounds like a weird thing. Like I'm going to get in the totally, game with meditation. Totally, yeah. But if I was going to do it, and try to make God the center of it, what would be oh, a practical so that's great. Like, habit? You know, I, I think at the end of the day, isn't meditation just another word for prayer? Yeah. But we've taken, in sort of an activistic world, we've taken prayer is you talk, you ask, you get your requests. But biblically, prayer is just as much listen, um, be still, and know that I am God. Was that meditation or prayer? Yeah, it's both. Um, and so I would say at another level, a couple of episodes ago, you asked me even uh, if my word for the year is going to be intimacy, what do I do? And I said, part of it is like, be still, like be quiet more. I could make an argument that's prayer. I can make an argument that's meditation, but it's not to be more aware of myself. The goal is to be more aware of God. And so again, that's what prayer is. 
but that's what meditation is. And so they're not two vastly different things. Um, meditation probably focuses a little bit more on the silence part of prayer than the asking part of prayer. And so I think it's a call to the same thing. It's a lean into the being with God. It's leaning into the listening to God. And when appropriate, then talking and, and sharing your, your, your thanks and your requests, your hurts and your joys. Um, but then also carving out time to listen. And listening is just really like we're, just, we're not good at that. Uh, we're not good at listening to each other. But that's sort of probably evidence that we're maybe not actually good at listening to God either. And so we need to cultivate that discipline. I was driving down the uh, 10 freeway recently. There's a big sign off the side of the road that says, uh, prayer changes everything. Do you feel like you can interchange that with meditation changes everything? Interesting. Who is the object of our prayer or meditation? You know, what I would probably say is Jesus changes everything. And when we pray or when we meditate, we try to align with what he's up to. His resurrection changes everything. Um, that's a great question. And, and maybe it's playing semantics. But, you know, if, if I mean, lots of people talk about prayer. And it sometimes has nothing to do with Jesus. That's my same argument. We can talk about meditation, but if it has nothing to do with Jesus and, and the strength that he has, like, it's back to ourselves again. We're the center so I would say in, in a biblical, in a Christian approach, absolutely prayer changes everything, but our prayer is central to Jesus as the figure who makes it all happen and around his resurrection. Hmm. Is that avoiding the question? No. <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's changing the, changing the focus of the question. Well, you can, I mean, you can go a thousand different ways yeah. on meditation, yeah. mindfulness, we could probably do a whole year's worth of podcasts Absolutely. on mindfulness, yeah. you know, really. Um, There's probably already year's worth of podcasts out there about these yeah. topics too. Yeah. There, so when I was uh, teaching in Downey, uh, I was really, really anxious going into the classroom. Because mm. um, every time you're in the classroom, and teachers know this, for your first year there, oh, yeah. it's very unstable. You're yeah. resetting rules and you're learning your administration. Anyway, everything feels... Totally. And then you're with a different group of kids. These are LA yep. kids. LA kids are different than Riverside kids. Yep. They are, yep. you know. Um, and uh, I had to listen to mindfulness things the last 10 minutes of my drive going into the school yep. every day. And just, oh, God, just, yep. uh, we're not going to think about the crazy stuff. We're just yep. going to focus, you know. I wonder what would happen if I did that with more of a God-centeredness, though. Totally. And that's what I think is important. We put this prayer meditation category into, like, that's like whatever spiritual ish, but then I have real life and there's these compartments that don't interact with one another. When at the, the key of even what we were just reading earlier in Psalm 119, Psalm 143 is like, this is day and night. Uh, blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That again, that doesn't mean set apart time all day and night, that means even as you're walking into the classroom, you're, you're coming in with a posture of, of, of centeredness in Christ, present before him, not in your own strength, being reminded, you know, like if you're walking into that classroom with a biblical meditation, you're, you're walking in thankful for the opportunity, God, that you have given me. Thank you for the gifts that you have, you have created me with. You didn't 
You didn't design yourself. You were gifted these gifts to even teach by God. So you're walking in with that. You're walking in with a confidence. God, I'm walking into a classroom. You're already there, present in that classroom, and I'm joining you in a work. And so it's uh, it becomes language of participation where it's not just you. Good luck. Figure it out. It's like, God, I'm joining you in your work. So it, it is a different dynamic than much of what we hear in the, 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 the popular mindfulness movement in our world, which I'm not bashing it necessarily. I'm just saying it's not Christian. Um, so a Christ-centered, biblical-centered version of meditation gets us back to the truth of God, the real, reality of Scripture, and a focus on His work, not just our work. Thank you for that. And hey, if you like this man right here and want to hear more of his teachings, subscribe. Join us on Sundays, 9 or 11 for now. <laughs> That's, there you go. Okay. That's like very that cryptic. cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. See ya. Hillside has been in Rancho Cucamonga for over 40 years, and we invite you to join us on Sundays at 9 or 11 a.m. You can also go to hillsidechurches.com to watch the messages live online or watch from our Hillside Community Church app, available right now in the App Store. For more weekly content and to stay up to date, follow us on social media at Hillside Churches on both Facebook and Instagram.